Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Board to Death Binge Cast, where we take TV shows and movies and binge them in easily digestible chunks. I am Jay Winger, being joined by... Sam. And we are about to continue our binge of Season 2 of My Hero Academia. Zeke would be here, but he's had a tiring week, and he's not yeah. feeling up for it, so... It's funny, like, you do that intro like you have it written down in front of you. You just kind of go. (laughs) I know. You've never written it down once. I've never written it down. It's just, I decided that's what the intro is going to be. It's so, you know, it's in my head. (laughs) So all of a sudden you just turn on a switch, you go robotic, and then you go in. I mean, I (laughs) used to work at a call center that handled IT support. So, (laughs) and my my colleagues often did comment on my ability to go from swearing about a call coming in and then... (laughs) Switching into immediate helpful mood, helpful mode. It's just I'd literally be the call would be my phone would be. I'd be like, God damn it, motherfucker! Thank you for calling the IT service desk. (laughs) This is Jay. How can I help you? Uh, Stuff like that when you're doing retail, dealing with a a pain in the ass customer, and then Uh, being able to switch into purely professional mode, where you are going to help them to the exact minimum. (laughs) Yeah, especially when they're calling. It's like, hey, do you have the minty pickaxe? Hang up. Yep. Yeah, uh, that promotion. Yeah. In case it's not clear, Sam is Sam has retail experience. Too much. Too much retail experience. And if that little bit he just gave you, it doesn't tell you where he used to work, you can probably you probably have shopped there if you are a uh, if you are a gamer. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, they are not a great company to work for. Don't believe any anybody who tells you otherwise. They are not a good company to work for. It's okay. They might not be around yeah. 2021. So, <laughs> anyway, so we uh, where we left off, we are still in the middle of the sports festival story arc, uh, and we are now in the one-on-one match uh, portion of the yep. of the uh, tournament. And we just had a match that a lot of people, both in the universe and out of the universe, were, had been looking forward to: Shoto Todoroki versus. Is Izuku Midoriya <laughs> and Midoriya? Sorry, yeah. I keep Midoriya. I don't know why. I've, I've what watch, universe I've, is he from? I've been watching too much wrestling. <laughs> um, he just hit him with the he hit the, him with the, the Midoriya. <laughs> Midoriya. There you go. It's literally just someone recreating that in in a sketch of someone just picking up. Deku and just slamming it into someone's head. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> As Deku is, deli- is delivering a <laughs> delivering a smash punch. No, I just think you'd be like an audience member, just completely <laughs> grabs him and throws him, and just throws like, him across. It's like his eyes are bugging out. Like, where the hell am I going? What's going on? Why am I a show now? Oh my! Why did you throw me at it, at, at this guy? Um, but running down those <laughs> muttering to himself as he's doing it. Uh, but the match. Was was interesting. Deku managed to hold his own for a, a little bit, even though they were pretty much at a standstill. Mainly because he wasn't using his fire powers. Uh, yep. And, but and then Deku called called Shoto out about it, basically being like, "You're holding. You are not living up to your full potential if you are if you are not doing this." And it's your power. It's your power, not, not his. <laughs> and that's I think what finally clicked clicked for Shoto. Um, Deku ended up losing, but beca- only because he was forced backwards out of the uh, out of the fighting ring. Because it's typical, like oh no, they had they 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 had to stop the fight. 
Was that what it was? Was that the one that stopped the fight? Uh, let me pull, let me consult my notes. I know. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I I mis I misread it completely. Uh, this is the note portion. No, I'm still looking at the wrong one. I could have sworn. Uh, let's see. I think it was um, Midnight you? and um, Cementos. Or am I thinking of? Yeah, that was Midnight. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, the the teachers finally intervened because they recognized that. Uh, that they weren't going to stop until one of them was got was seriously injured, but I did make some note here that said Deku out of bounds. I get, don't know what the context there was. We'll we'll find out. It was we... the explosion that happened and that sent him flying. Uh, that's what it was. And uh, then the, at that point, the teachers intervened. I think. Well, they intervened, and then the explosion happened. That's, to... Oh, that's right. Yeah, because Deku was was charging in, going going for uh, whatever punch he could still he could still deliver, and Shoto was, was unleashing something, and they put the wall between them to stop them from colliding, but the shockwave still knocked Deku away. Yep. Okay. Uh, Shoto caught himself with his eyes. Yeah, we'll we'll see it for certain in the uh, in the recap that this episode is going to start with. But uh, so we're on episode twenty four of the series overall. Yep. Uh, so we'll see you after the binge. Thank you for listening to the Board to Death Binge Cast. We can be contacted through social media. Find us on Facebook or via Twitter at BTD underscore binge cast. We can also be reached via email at binge.cast at outlook.com. The Binge Cast is part of the CKCC radio podcast community. Check out our fellow podcasts, including The Nerd Table, J Bunny's Music Hub, Ranking Tracks, The Stupid Sexy Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, The Race Nerd Podcast, and Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk. CKCC Radio can be found through your podcast streaming platform of choice through Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Thanks again for listening. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back following uh, our binge of... My Hero Academia, uh, finishing up the sports festival arc and moving into the internship arc, I guess you could call it. Yep. Also known as the Hero Killer Stain arc. Yeah, as, the introduction of. As he final as this character that I know you have been looking forward to showing up. Yeah, uh, one of our other uh, binge mates were talking about the character before the introduction Mm. But not actually mentioning them, saying that that's one of their favorite characters. And that oh, was one it was, of the okay, so it was Zeke that was saying. Was it, was it, was it Zeke? Zeke or was it Chris? Might have been Chris. Either way. But um, I'm like, I had a talk with him after that. I'm like, wait, you want you wanted to have his powers? Are you sure about that? Seeing was, we're jumping ahead in the binge, but mm. they haven't announced or said, or do you even have an idea of what his I, powers I, could be? I, from... From the scene that we saw when uh, he was summoned to meet with the League of Villains, specifically with Shigaraki and Kurigiri, uh, Kurigiri was paralyzed; like he couldn't move because he'd been because he'd been cut. And from the way that he, the way that Stain is usually shown with his tongue wagging out, and we see him licking the blood off of one of his blades, I'm assuming that if he tastes someone's blood, he can paralyze them. Now, and this was with no inf- prior information about it. This is just I, your vision. I remember, there, I, 
I try to avoid spoilers when it comes to My Hero Academia because I knew that I was going to eventually watch the series and I wanted to not be spoiled. Some stuff got spoiled. I know that his quirk is related to blood. But that was it. That was it. (laughs) I couldn't remember what specifically it was. But it was the reason. But I I gathered that also based on the fact that he wields swords and stuff and blades, which is a pretty big clue. Well, the biggest clue, like there, would make you think uh, cuts, injuries, wounds to an opponent Mm -hmm. using maybe special blades. Something he has forged. Could be. Um, that I don't. I don't know though. Um, most <clears throat> most quirks that we've seen, and I do want to talk talk a little bit about quirks while we're on the subject. Quirks are basically expressly stated to be like an extension of oneself. That some that defines a major part of Deku's arc in the episodes that we that we watched as he was trying to learn how to harness. With, uh, the the one uh, one for all, Grand uh, Torino. Like, yeah, Grand Grand Torino. Uh, but, you know the pro hero that he is being an intern for. It, it's more know, of a mentor, men, mentor, mentor, men, more of a mentorship. Like, he's not really interning like everyone else is. Everyone else is mm. actually interning at a hero at a hero agency. Yeah, um, funded whereas, by the state. Yeah, and counts. that makes a lot more sense because All Might himself is sort of. A, kind of sort of admitted that he's not a really a great teacher because he just doesn't really because he was just an a icon and he, he was a natural and he was it came very naturally to him whereas deku is still stru- still struggling Which, to learn of how course to use we it. find out that um all might didn't have a quirk yeah that was an, uh, another thing that came up in this in this series that uh this series of episodes that all might admitted to deku that when he was a boy he didn't have a quirk either but he said it wasn't as un- it wasn't as rare back then that there would be that quirk that quirklessness wasn't uh, as rare as it is in Deku's day, but it was still uncommon. Right, we're gonna we're, we're sidetracking. Yeah, we're sidetracking. We got like two episodes of the the um, the, 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 tournament. The, the tournament. Yeah, which opened with um, they had a brief little series of quick little cuts, sort of showing how the rest of the quarterfinals. I mean, I don't know about quick little cut. I mean, it was just the match was done. Yeah, well, th- that's kind of what I mean. That Ida uh, beat Vine Girl literally by just getting around behind, getting around behind her, grabbing her by the shoulders because he's a gentleman, yep. and then just speedily shoving, pushing her to the to the boundary, and then just out of the ring. And uh, Sukiyomi basically just used uh, Dark Shadow to completely overwhelm uh, Pinky. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, and that's another thing. Um, they all picked their hero names after the tournament. After the tournament, um, but we're going to be using a, a couple of the. We're using a couple of their names now. Um, I know you were using some uh, in the earlier earlier because you just remember those names now more than yeah. their, their real names because we're we're Western foreign dogs, so you know yeah. Japanese names are not always as easy for us to remember. <laughs> Um, and I'll admit I'm straight up with one of those. And then we we got a brief glance at uh, Kirishima versus Bakugo. Kirishima had him on defense because you know his skin hardening ability allows oh, him yeah. allowed him to just tank a bunch of uh, Bakugo. Pinky is Mina Mina, Mina. Ashido. Okay. Um, 
I don't remember that they ever really specified what her name was, apart from maybe like in a brief on-screen. They they, they eventually yeah. call her Amina. Okay, um, but the issue is though that that uh, Kirishima just can't maintain his quirk full, you know, all the time, and Bakugo just weighed him out. <laughs> his is more like a stamina based, mm. and Bakugo's is more of a long haul. I guess you could almost think of uh, think of they're mismatched. Kir- yeah, Kirishima's quirk, I guess you could say, is just sort of him like tensing up all of his muscles yeah. to sort of thing. And as you know, however much training you might put in, you can only keep your body tense like that for so long before eventually you're going to get. I remember, this is them just their first years. They haven't yeah. had they haven't had time years. to go through all that but stuff. Bakugo, his is a um, long game, a very much a long game. And you mentioned that while we were watching uh, watching the matches, just. The longer a fight goes on, the stronger Bakugo gets because his quirk is based on his sweat <laughs> and the palm lo- sweat. Palm sweat. Well, I think I get the impression that it's any of his sweat, but it's he mostly uses the stuff on his hands because that's like I think immediately that's what he can, hand. I, I think that's what the only thing he can ignite because later episodes. I, I could have sworn I saw him doing a thing where he like like wipe the sweat off of his arm. Oh yeah, to get the sweat to where he can combust it. Okay. I think uh, okay, then in that case, I guess what I should say is uh, he activates his quirk from his palms, yeah. but it's any of his sweat that he can trigger it from. Yeah. Okay. Because he but again, nitroglycerin. Yeah. And again, <laughs> but again, that's my that's my point. It's just the longer a fight goes on, the more powerful he's going to get because he's going to have more sweat to work with. That's why I'm kind of shocked that, um, and it might have been that he tried. Uh, Todoroki should have just encased him. If he's frozen and he can't sweat, he can't combust. Well, but, but, kind of what he but remember, doing. during that fight, Shoto was having a lot of mental hurdles uh, yeah, that he was, was, over, that he was overcoming. Forth, We're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves again, um, because the last of the, well, the semifinals that we had, we had uh, Ida versus Shoto. And before the match... Ida tried to contact his older brother, who's the pro hero Ingenium, but got a message saying, you know, I'm, not, I'm away on a mission, can't come to the phone right now. So he's just like, all right, he's busy, I, I won't bother him. And he goes off. And then we find out that Ingenium was tracking the hero killer Stain. <laughs> In Hosu. In Hosu City. And, well, the... Ida tr- basically overclocks his engines. He, I forget what the term he call he uses for it. I think it. he does just straight up overclock. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is, but he uses a specific name for whatever it is. But regardless, he tried to use that to speed himself up so he could try to outpace Shoto's high quirk. He, he did for a bit. He did for a bit, but... And he actually managed to land a pretty strong blow on him. Yeah. And then he just tried to use that to use his speed to drag him to the to the edge of the ring. I think what it was, and then his engines got froze up. <laughs> I think what it would have benefited him more in that situation instead of trying to dra- physically drag him out. Once he landed that hit, and he got the grab on him, just do with his engine spin and throw. Yeah, like a hammer throw. Yeah, I and agree. Just chuck that, him with one rotation again. First years. Yeah, they're still learning. You know the and best strategy the, for the this way sort of thing. Todoroki. Um, counted that he just shot the ice at his engine so he mm-hmm. couldn't run yep and then you completely shut him down and uh then he just encased him and 
he and Ida couldn't continue any any further. And then we had Tsukuyomi versus Bakugo, and it was again a complete mismatch because Dark Shadow can't really do a whole lot in in, in the light. He's primarily defensive That's, in the light, and he can't yeah. attack. And he can. He just doesn't have as much strength, right? But and Bakugo shows that for all of his aggression and blunt nature, he is not as stupid as you might think. The worst part is he figures all this shit out by being an aggressive, Mm -hmm. pushy jackass the whole time. And this is one of those things I kept bringing up while we were watching it. It's just they're like, Bakugo would be a very interesting character to to root for if he wasn't such an unlikable jerk. That's (laughs) what makes his character unique. This is true. Um, but it's just, he is like all aggression all the time. <laughs> um, and well, after the, after the semifinals, Ida gets a call from his mother and then is basically told your brother's been hurt and he basically, he has to leave to go, uh, deal with, go be with his brother as Stain then gets approached by the League of Villains. <laughs> yep. Kurogiri shows up and is just sort of like. I, there are some people who would like to meet you. Also, you see that Stain has a keen sense of awareness because mm-hmm. not even making a sound, he's he yeah he he draws his sword and like and stabbed st- through where he was, stabbed through where Kurogiri was, and Kurogiri's already basically moved some moved away from it. It's just sort of like I come in peace. Because <laughs> well, remember, most of him is just fog. Like he's expecting a, a person. Mm-hmm. Not the the only real tangible piece. Well, and I think the tangible piece is what sort of keeps him from, like, dispersing too much. Just like Thirteen's suit is what sort of keeps her from just completely losing control. Which, that brings me, again, uh, back to the nature of quirks. Yeah, we're all showing all these quirks, and we're told that they come in different different strengths, like... Deku's mom has a quirk. I don't remember exactly. It's what a it is. low gravity field. A low gravity field. So she could thing. like levitate stuff, but in a smaller radius. Mm-hmm. Much, much less, much less powerful like, than like the Uravities. She use her finger and be like, "Ooh, just throw a can in my yeah, shoulder." Yeah, yeah, little basic things like that, and we've seen plenty of physical mutations as well. Like uh, Pinky has, you know, her skin and the little horns. Um, There's a bunch of people with like. Where it looks like almost their face is a skull, mm, but exactly, and, th- and things like that. And they or also the the the, the president, uh, not the president, the uh, police chief, is a dog head. That the pol- I don't remember the police chief. I'm I'm, conf- I'm confusing him with the principal. Shit, you might not have gotten that far. Whoops! Oh well, that's <laughs> no, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's you know little things like that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry too much about, but. That just brings to, makes me wonder how much, you know, we're told that, uh, you know, or All Might admitted that he didn't have a quirk when he was a kid. He has a pretty noticeable physical di- difference in his appearance, both with his eyes and just the general shape of his of his face. It doesn't look like an ordinary person. I'm just wondering how much. Uh, you know, if those like physical mutation quirks like that might not just be what the quirks are, they might not have a superpower kind of thing. I'm, I wonder if it's just that. Um, There's just like a whole lot of ones use 
over an extended period of time. One for all, you mean? Uh, d- yeah. Uh, over an extended period of time can degrade what he once was to where it's basically drawing on his essence rather I than... I want to say that we got a it. glimpse of him uh, in the flashback to his training the with Silver Gran Torino. Um, when he still kind of looked like that. Yeah, it's hard to say how much of it. I think it was that. How much? Of, that how injury. much? Of, how much of it is just him being withered from his injury and having to turn? I lost most of my respiratory organs. <laughs> yeah, the what makes more sense now with the uh, Grand Torino episodes mm. and going back is that the transformation between what we see of All Might and what people from Toshinori. Toshinori to All Might, mm. you've got what Grant Trini was saying, you've got to, or not what he said, what Deku figured out was to have it on all the time. That was him having it on all the time back in his Silver Age. Mm-hmm. Once that injury happened, he couldn't do it. He could only withstand it for so and that, long. And that also that sort of explains uh, that mental hurdle that Deku had to overcome when it came to using one for all. Because his, you know... He, when he met All Might face to face, he only ever he realized that it was something that All Might had to turn on and off. Mm-hmm. That's granted a, a, a thing that All Might has no real control over now. He has because to do it because of the the injury, and that sort of defined his but also uh, his Deku's usage. Of, also looking to him as a huge mentor of. Oh, like, I want to be like him. This is how he uses it. So smash, smash, bang, boom. Where he's just throwing hits after hits and just throwing out names and, and he, finishing he, fights in one hit. And hits. he then later compared that to it's more like my special move kind of thing. Um, Which is funny. A lot of what. A lot um, of comparisons between Deku and Shigaraki, who also makes a lot of video game references. Well, he makes beyond. I remember, I remember, I remember during during the USJ attack, he was just sort of like, this is the boss fight. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, like always like I don't we don't have a healer in our party. yeah like, <laughs> that, that was a line um, after because after Stain meets with Shigaraki and was sh- just sort of like what is what are you what are your goals and Shigaraki's like we want to tear down the hero society we and live start in. by killing All Might by starting by killing All Might and Stain's just like you don't have any real convictions and also <laughs> you, you disgust me <laughs> Stain also mentioned before that only hero allowed to kill him. Is is all right because and, he perceives him as the only true hero. And there's there's a bit in uh, the last episode we watched, I think, uh, yeah, right before um, Shigaraki and Kurigiri summon all the summon the Nobus in uh, that Stain is basic more is basically just monologuing to himself, but it's just he believes a hero is a title that needs to be earned rather than just being like I'm a hero. <laughs> And yeah, I have and flashy power. I'm a hero. Give me my paycheck. I want to be a, a sponsor, get sponsored, and do all this other stuff. And, and I can understand Stain's mindset with regards to that sort of thing. That is kind of a shitty reason to to well, become, his, to to want to become good, a hero. He's going out there. He's more of an anti-hero than a villain. Yeah, it's just the way he tries to and a literal anti-hero at that. Literally, yeah, hero killer. It's right there in the name. So. <laughs> He's going after what I would hope that he was doing was going after heroes who are just in it for the namesake for the who are, who are in it for the fame like Bakugo. Bakugo would be the sort of person that Stain would be like. You are exactly the kind of. Person. I know a little bit more now. Mm. He's not really 
going all for that for that reason alone. Yeah, but you're going off spoiler information yeah. here. I'm basing this solely on what I know of yeah, Bakugo up of to right this now, point. Bak- you would look at Bakugo and be like, you need to be you need to be dealt with. Yeah. And he wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Especially based on Bakugo's behavior at the sports festival. Because yeah. let's backtrack to that. <laughs> the Shoto versus Bakugo fight. Um, where part of the problem that came up in that is Shoto starts having having doubts about himself again. Because his dad, he hears over anybody else, his dad screamed at him mm-hmm. uh, about using his power. Well, it's not just that. Even before the even before the the fight, when he was just in the waiting room, he was looking at his left hand, which, which, where he uses his flame powers from, and was just sort of, and was clearly had was clearly, well, brought him back to thinking about his mother, and that was put another mental block in place for him. Oh, he was dealing with a lot in the ring. Mm-hmm. And when he was fighting Bakugo, he was very clearly trying not to use his flame powers again. Because you could see that his right side was icing up. When uh, he, like, even if he's not to use the flame at all, use it to heat up the other side of your body. Otherwise, you're literally just you're putting a time freeze. limit on yourself. Yeah, you're gonna freeze yourself. You're you're not gonna. And be I think that, and I think that's part that may have been what Deku was trying to get across to him. Well, it worked in his match. Yes, but I think Deku was more just basically saying you don't have to not use it at all. But you can still use it to regulate your body temperature so you don't freeze yourself. Because actually, that makes brings me back to um, their training when we first saw Todoroki using his quirk. That side of his body was completely like, frozen over. Taste and ice, and all he's always like a little red glow of an eye. Yeah, it's and I'm. It suddenly it makes more sense now because he was very consciously not using his his flame powers at all. Um. But the match basically ended with Bakugo ended up getting he got no Bakugo ended up winning. That's right because yeah. uh, he used his little like drill claw. Oh <laughs> my move. god! He just the <laughs> drill missile thing. He turned himself into a human missile, just spinning himself around, literally like a bullet, and just launching and using that to close the the the, the gap and. It was, I yeah, it was at that point like Endeavor, I think, called called out to him. And no, it was Deku who was who cheered him on. To, yeah, cheered him on, and then he started. He, he started using his flame powers, but it was when Bakugo made some, you know, said something, and it made him switch back off. And that led to, uh, Shoto got ring out, got. Ringed out, and, and Bakugo was having none of it. And Bakugo was like, "This isn't how I wanted to win," because he wanted. I need you at your full power, damn it! Because he saw him go all out against Deku, and he wanted that because he wanted his. Because Bakugo wanted his victory, undisputable evidence that he is better than Deku. Right, or not just Deku, Deku. better than anybody, yeah. including Shoto, because Shoto. But I was... think it's it's more that he's trying to distance himself from Deku climbing the ranks. Mm-hmm. Because Deku, kind of Deku keeps basically hanging okay, in there and excelling. If he would have only used his ice powers against Deku, Deku would have won. This is true. So the reason that he won was because he used his fire powers. Now, he got to fight him at that level and mm-hmm. lost. Bakugo fought him at the ice level that, and won. 
Thank you for the armchair psychiatry right there. That's a very good so point he's I had like, considered. I didn't have you at your best. I don't know if I could actually beat Deku in his head. And it, he doesn't want to it, say it. It's like in his head. Well, it's not so much not that I don't know if I can beat Deku. Because in his head, he, he... Yeah, in his head, he can beat Deku. But he is unsure of it. Yes. He is not... But, it, but, it's, more, but it's more that he saw... Uh, that Deku basically pushed Shoto to that to that point, and that's how Shoto won. And he's just sort of like, if I beat him at fifty percent, that's there's, a, there's no proof that I could beat him higher. Exactly, there's no proof that I could even beat and Deku. Pe- and people will be talking about, well, he only won because he wasn't using one hundred percent of his power. And but anything that basically implies that Bakugo is in any way inferior to somebody. That's what, but what gets him furious. Down because he didn't beat him at his full power, and Deku could have beaten him at that power level. At fifty percent, Deku could. So have that beaten means him. he's on. He's on basically par. on the same level as ba- as Deku, and that Bakugo can't stand. Yeah, that just drove him nuts. And he's. Not and then, and we saw it in the award ceremony. No, that was the well. Best. Well, even before the award ceremony, like after after the, after had to make a, a special thing for him to be stuck to. Yeah. Well. Going back, it's like Bakugo. Well, Shoto got knocked out also by the blast, and yeah. Bakugo's getting ready to unleash on him. Basically, he and Midnight really gonna, has to use her powers to put him but to sleep. He, he was on the verge of crying because he wasn't able to get a full-on fight. He wasn't he able was to get shaking. that. He's like, get that one hundred percent victory. He wasn't going to go all out on an unconscious body. You noticed he was never going to go. But he was losing control. Is the is what you think he might have been losing control? Because he never went full out on Uraka at all. He only he said he was. Mm, but you true. noticed he could have done a lot more and dropped her like that. He could have dropped her in a second, but he, he, it's just sort of like he doesn't really know. He didn't really know what her quirk was because he doesn't really pay attention to no, other people. So, he makes you think. Now, and I've been paying attention to this since I've seen yeah, a lot the, the, this is one reason I, I agreed that you should be involved in this in this binge cast uh, because finding, you are picking up on things. He's doing what the teachers are trying to do is help them push themselves. He's pushing uh, Sukiyomi, uh, Sukiyomi, Sukiyomi, and and He literally did, and then had the same pretty much result of what. All might. Okay, him. I see where I see where you're going with this. Yeah, the you diff- nerd, you're the, in the light. The difference is he's doing it because he wants to get that definitive victory. It's like I want you at your best, or basically, sort of, you know, kind or of. You're thing. only as strong as your weakest link. Mm. And he and does. If he's and in he, a class of weak links. He's a weak link. Th- this is this is true. He's, he's doing it for beat. selfish reasons for that in that respect because he thinks it reflects badly on him, uh, kind of thing. Whereas the teachers are basically trying to help them improve. He's just more like, you guys suck. Here's why. You guys suck. Here's why. But basically, almost in a way, teaching them, in a sense, in his own twisted way. Mm -hmm. And and it it contrasts him with Gran Torino as well. Because Gran Torino, in his spars with Deku, is basically pointing out the flaws in how Deku is using his power. And... Also, once Deku starts getting the hang of using one for all, realizing I need to be using it, channeling it all the time, that's the well, only he, way I'm going to be also, able to use it effectively. It was also more proof when he was fighting against um, Todoroki, saying, I want you at your full power. Don't hold back on me. 
this because he's trying to draw it out like Deku was, but Deku can reach people better because, because of how he is. He and is also because cared. and also because Deku understands what it means to be weak. Yep. Bakugo has no idea. Because Bakugo has always been and has the, always had a strong quirk and has always been has the always been that's shown the most is when Bakugo is fallen down into the creek and Deku rushes over to help him up. He in his mind, Bakugo, like I was weak in that moment. I'm never gonna be weak again. I'm not gonna take help from a weakling like you. That was like the defi- defining moment in their relationship. They'd still been friends, sort of. Yeah, he was a jerk. He was a jerk, but he didn't become an outright, you know, bullying monster until uh, that moment. Because it's just sort of like he suddenly real. He had that moment where he saw himself as weak and was mm-hmm. like, "Never." Well, wait till they show more parents. I'm sure we we will get more of that. Um, and then yeah, uh, the closing of that of that episode. We had the award ceremony and Bakugo was literally chained up because he was in a, yeah. he was just so furious about about how his how he got the win. Don't put that piece of trash on yeah, me. Yeah, like All Might is literally there trying to put a medal oh, on God. him and he's like snapping or snapping his still head around. Scary. <laughs> yes, yeah, still scary. I love how much of a dork All Might is oh. at heart. Couldn't, couldn't have had a better voice actor. Oh yeah, uh, I agree. English either. Um and then we uh, had a brief moment where uh, Shoto went to go see his mother, who we both, I think, came to the realization that Endeavor had her institutionalized after she burned uh, Shoto. His prize. Yeah, his prize. Uh, and plus, like... My as, prize offspring. My prize offspring. You scarred him. How dare you? I don't need you anymore. <laughs> I don't need you anymore. I had you for that. Literally, yeah, literally. That's... You have baked me a child. I do. It was what's funny is these la- these latter episodes. Like every time uh, one of these characters pops up, we get the little graphic pop showing up on the screen, gi- giving us their name, their and their quirk. In his case, you know, Endeavor quirk Hellflame. Hellflame. <laughs> I'm like, good God, you're not pulling any punches about this guy, are you? Do. <laughs> oh my God. Um, um, and how scared she was on the phone with her mother about the whole situation seems like tells you a lot about what their relationship they, they is talk, like they talked before that his family paid for the marriage arrangement and the, and they also specified it was a thing that happened more at that then. time is does not happen too much now arranged marriages for quirk quirk marriages quirk on quirk marriages to get that, that to try that to produce uh, that, that the sweet mix, yeah. So and we had a little bit of that, and we got to see Deku and his mom having a little a little moment, uh, and then we saw Baka go back at home, brushing his teeth the, the most angriest way possible, <laughs> while his mom is screaming at him. Something like that. Get off my teeth, you stupid jerk! <laughs> it's just like it's this is what I mean. He is good oral hygiene, though. I guess, but it's just like he is aggressive in literally everything he does. It is so hilarious. No uh, question. Which, where, where do you think he gets his aggression from? His mom or his dad? I haven't seen his dad, so I have to basically just say his mom. 
<laughs> based solely on that one scene of her just screaming at him in exactly the same tone as he's screaming at his reflection in the mirror. <laughs> Get off my TV, stupid jerk. And we also got everyone picking their uh, hero names. Yeah. The, or, at least, like... or at least to start out with. Because Tenya, Ida, you know, he at first only gave gave his name as Tenya. We saw in a flashback when he met, when he saw his brother in the hospital, his brother's all apologetic. It's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't, couldn't, uh, she had to see me like this kind of, kind of thing. Also telling him he can't move. His yeah, that, is, that he's been paralyzed and uh, basically, you know, gives him permission to carry on the name in, Gen- in Genium and right there in the, in classes, they're writing down the, what they want their hero names to be. He's, he Clearly, starts it. He starts it, and then is just sort of like, "No, I'm not worthy of this of carrying on the name yet." So he just used Tenya. And at the very end of the last episode we watched, he he takes up the name. You will remember this name for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. Ingenium. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's... and and all the scenes with Tenya is just so. There's there's in every like so many episodes there's some heartstring pullers mm. every freaking time and Te- and Tenya gets a lot of those after we see what happens to his brother oh yeah and there's a lot of the you called out the, like the animation uh differences in some of the scenes like the like fights the, the, the fight the fight scenes especially uh, Shoto versus Bakugo especially and i've noticed that as well and some of that extends to the character designs as well oh yeah all might you know, in full hero mode, has that has that like classic that has well the cell shaded and just the way the shadows and everything play on him is very sort of golden age silver age hero thing, very fitting. Stain feels like uh, what's the guy that do, that did the Spawn comics? Oh, shit. you know, yeah, lost. you know the you know the 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 artist I'm talking about. But I feel McFarlane. McFarlane, yes, that's that's it, that's it. He, you know, just seeing him that first time perched on on a rooftop with the scarves and everything, and, just and, and, flowing, and, and yeah, just everything flowing and the blades everywhere. I'm like, did Todd McFarlane design this guy? <laughs> I mean, the the creator of the show is a huge comic fan all over. Obviously, that, that very much shows in a lot of these character designs, but which is kind of why it's quirks, kind of like mutants. Mm. Though it kind of blossomed in a different way. Yeah, um, and uh, and I don't mind that at all. I like I like that approach. I especially like that they established that it's like everybody has one quirk. Granted, in Todoroki's case, it's a melding of the two, uh, but it's very clearly split. It's like one side of his body controls one, yep. the other side controls the other. Um, whereas in in super in like Marvel and DC and stuff. It, you can have like the smorgasbord of powers. Like Superman has literally whatever power. Miles Morales has like four or five powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like that my hero approaches it that there are drawbacks to some of these things. That's like yeah, you can push it a little bit further, like uh, like uh, Tenya with his over with overclocking his engines. But it's like he can only do it for so long before his engines will stall well, out. Well, you've got like uh, Creedy, um, Momo. She mm-hmm. can create stuff, but to a certain extent, she has to have the mental knowledge of what the compounds it is. What the compounds is, and, you know, how it's all put together. And it takes a lot of stamina out of her. Mm-hmm. And she has to have like bare skin because it it, she's out. literally creating it out of her own body. Yeah, so if... And it's like uh, grape juice. Yeah, he can pull those sticky balls off of his head, but if he pulls out too much, then he yeah. starts bleeding. 
Um, also, they're stickier because of uh, yeah, dependent on the Let's leave that aside. <laughs> well, and then again with Deku, because his body is not yet used to the quirk that he has, you know, he keeps running the plus, risk of injuring himself. And that's why he wanted uh Toshinori wanted him to work out, clean up this beach, do all this stuff. Because his body was not prepared for it. My theory well, is... Well, that was literally just pre-training before. It's like, I can't even give you this quirk until your body is ready to accept this. Was, he gave him the quirk before he had his muscle training. So I'm wondering if it, the quirk is reacting the way it is because he wasn't physically prepared for the on-taking of the power. Toshinori might have been more physically fit. And that's why it was so much more natural for him to just go, dude, I'm just going to punch it. It's that's that's a very good point, um, and so yeah. Then we got everybody uh, goes off to do their do a one week internship. Most of them are uh, interning at various hero agencies. Uh, Uravity, you know, uh, Uraraka, she deliberately chose an agency run by a combat hero. Uh, gunhead. Yeah, Gunhead. <laughs> and she's specifically said she's doing that because she wants to basically ex- broaden her training so that she's not just focusing on rescue work like her quirk would especially be useful for, but she wants to basically learn learn how to better herself. And so I kind of respect that. Yeah, be more versatile. It's like, I'm yeah, I'm primarily, I'm primarily here to rescue people, but if I have to go, if I have to fight, I want to be able to know how, I want to be able to do it. <laughs> And probably her battle against Bakugo woke her up to how much, how unprepared she is for combat she situations. Did so well, she did well, but the problem was she was going up against Bakugo. Was like I was born for this shit. <laughs> I was born for this. I literally go out every opponent, even if you're my classmate. I'm gonna kill you. That's why I want to call myself King Explosion Murder. <laughs> nah, not that. Lord, Lord of That's is basically the same thing. thing. <laughs> we don't. We still haven't learned. They still haven't actually said what his hero name finally ended up being don't tell me i want to be surprised when it finally when we finally find out <laughs> what i think it's just bakugo i i swear i've seen somewhere that he actually did pick a proper proper name but it might have been com- uh, manga might have been a manga i don't know or maybe it's like later later season stuff i don't know whatever um but like bakugo uh chooses to to get to intern with best genus best genus chose him oh best genius chose he was him. one of the um offers he got okay well but but it was clear bakugo got a lot of offers but bakugo bakugo had a choice on where he where he could go from those but options here's the thing best genus is assuming that he took him because he's one of the top five top he was like in the top four he was like number four, four here number fourth hero and that's that fits Bakugo exactly. It's just sort of like, if I'm gonna learn, if I'm gonna be the best, I have to learn from the best. This is the best that I offer that I have, kind of thing. And oh yeah, it's like one. And is... Best Genius basically straight up calls him out on literally. It's like you are very very talented, but you're arrogant as fuck. And I've yep. got and I've got to basically keep you in line and teach you how to be a proper. Well, think hero. about it. Like you also got All Might's not gonna ha- doesn't have an agency. Oh, All Might doesn't have an agency. Endeavor Endeavor's, does. Endeavor does, but is clearly only interested in his son. He probably he might have extended it to uh, Bakugo. You don't know. This is true, but I again. Do we know who three is? I don't know that they specified in any of the episodes, in any of that. I'm sure it's on the list somewhere, but I don't want to risk spoilers by looking it up. Mm. Um, Red Riot and Tetsu Tetsu uh, 
uh, are with fourth kind who comes based on his appearance comes across like a like a mob boss almost. <laughs> he sure does. Uh, you know, very sort of uh, with that approach, but he's basically teaching them. You know, it's like how to properly comport yourselves. Don't just start screaming and yelling and being too aggressive. If when when people come into our agency, we have to show them that we are that we can be gentlemen, kind of thing. Uh, Creati and uh, Omomo and this other student's big fist. Um, uh, she's from one B. I figured she was from one B because number after I knew what number three was. It's just we're not going to know about him or see him or anything until season four. Okay, uh, so we'll leave it at that. Um, but those, but Momo and Big Fist are with uh, Uabami, who is basically a Superman <laughs> hero, <laughs> or at least that's how she comes across in the scenes she's, we've seen. Bane as fuck. <laughs> she's literally the thing Stane wants to exterminate. The people that are only interested in the fame of it. The fame of it. Yeah, I got that impression, and she chose them literally just because it's like, like you're, you're cute, and that'll help my image. Pretty much. And then earphone Jack. In a commercial after yeah, a Earphone Jack goes with Death Arms, who's one of the pro heroes we've seen from like episode one. Yeah, he was there with the uh, the tree dude and, the, and Mount Lady. Why can't I think of the tree guy's name? Something Wood. A Kami Wood? Kami Wood, yeah. Kami, that's it, Kami Woods. Um, grape juice, you know, chose Mount Lady, Lady literally just because he's a pervert and she's basically having him be live in maid service. It's like, I just love his comment. Like, this wasn't the kind of role, role play that I was that I was hoping for. I was like, damn, Froppy. Um, it looked to, like she was you know, with you were the Navy. Writing. Yeah, she, well, no, you commented she's with the Navy, and I glanced up, saw that, and was like, Navy. <laughs> and Shoto ended up going to going to Endeavor's agency. But it's very clear, you know, straight up told him, it's like, I don't, I still don't like you. <laughs> um, so with the Navy thing, it seems like Froppy's powers are not really for combat anyway. She seems like more of a rescue hero. Also. She is, she does come across as way more of a rescue hero. Especially in water. But she has also, like, completely learned how to use all of her quirks abilities from an early age. And the weird thing is, I was reading more, and apparently she's got more powers that we still haven't seen yet. Well, again, first years. Yeah. A lot of the stuff, I imagine, they'll keep developing their abilities. Also, their or at the, so or they the very Or at the very least, uh, honing how they can use their quirks. Yeah, Tegu later on does a like 180 on how he uses a whole bunch of shit. I imagine so. And part of that might just be because Recovery Girl, after she... Finished doing surgery on all of his broken limbs to remove the bone fragments from his joints. Uh, basically told him, I'm not going to heal you again if you get injured using your quirk this way. <laughs> and she called out All Might on it, too. On it too. It's just like you're teaching him bad habits. <laughs> you're putting too much pressure on him. Putting that, well, that's, that's what it was. It was Gran Torino, I think, who basically said that. He doesn't. He taught you really, wrong. He, he, taught you wrong. He, he can't teach because it came naturally to him. Yeah, and that's often how it goes sometimes in real life. That people that it comes naturally to don't know how to translate that knowledge to to especially to when they're other they're, people. If someone's naturally good at it, it's hard for them to go. Yeah, the, uh, the, all you gotta so, do is get good, scrub. Mm, exactly. <laughs> you know that that kind of thing. Um, but when you're you're saying okay, critiquing. In a positive manner, like, so you're playing a shooter, it's like, okay, well, maybe you should keep an eye out on this. You hear something from over here, check the sky. Mm -hmm. uh, 
th- if you have a sh- long range weapon, you, you might want to use that if long this, range if weapon. This, long if range. when you see this enemy, you have to lead the shot. You can't shoot where 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 they are now. Exactly. You have to shoot, you know, that sort of thing. And um, sometimes people are harder to train in certain ways. Like if you tell them over and over again, again in your head, you're like, yeah, that's sound advice. But to them, it's just wop 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 wop. Peanuts gang teacher going on. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> and the final, just gotta learn. And the final episode of this of this the ones that we watched. Shit uh, hit the fan. Shit hit the fan, and you when you realized it, you were like, "Oh I'm like, no!" Wait, I'm like, "Wait, they're on the bullet train already!" Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, it's just like he realized that we were gonna we were coming up to the end of a to the end of our five episode binge. But the next five was gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, ten more episodes in this season, uh, so that's two more binge casts worth, and we'll probably record those later this week. So we have so the we backlog. Came, we came on to the episode with um, staying pretty much immobilizing yeah he, with him and the and the, and shigaraki and kuragiri and basically just like you guys disgust me you don't have any real convictions and he was gonna go basically cut he, off freaking shigaraki's head yeah because he, he, he had the close to the hand that's on his face and he says don't touch that hand and he put all five yeah, fingers all five, on the, five of his fingers yeah on I, the blade and i have i have read that that is how his works that it has to be all five fingers for him to use the bad touch also which is handy which explains why he sort of when he's scratching himself he's only using like those four fingers i imagine if he'd used all five it would probably be bad yeah (laughs) i don't know if he said it yet but i'm probably just gonna drop it anyway i'm pretty sure he calls the hand on his face father Ooh, that explains i think but mm. these are some backstory in like season three or four about him. I imagine so. Like I said, I try to avoid spoilers. I have gl- I have glanced <laughs> at some some stuff that basically does say that there's more explanations about him. But I'm like, I shouldn't be looking at this. Go away. <laughs> and I, I closed out of the tab. And intriguing. And I know you love your lore, but I, I'm a huge lore nerd. <laughs> I love lore. lore. I'm a, you know in video games. I love playing stuff to find out lore and love the world building the more lore the better exactly that's one reason why you're just out there with your plate more lore (laughs) exactly this one one of the things i love about about destiny and destiny 2 is the lore that they put into the game and and everything uh but we're not here to talk about my love (laughs) of destiny we're here to talk about my hero academia i could talk about destiny for hours and And we could do the destiny stream (laughs) (laughs) anyways Um, but and but basically, what, very, what very clearly, about, he got out of him what he wanted to. He said, "Yeah, he's just like you learn a lot more about a person when they're on the verge of death." <laughs> so I could let you live for now. We have similar convictions, but going at him in a different way because and he she, wants to prove that there's. He only wants the ones that are worthy to be heroes. Yep, and he only deems all might. To be presently, he only de- he only deems all might to be a hero. Granted, I don't know that he necessarily spends enough time trying to find out about the heroes that he's yeah. necessarily targeting. He's, he's just, just like, you're, you're not like, all might fuck you, die. Pretty much. He just sees him as the number one, and if nobody else can stand up to him, F him. Um, but you've also got, he got teleported out by Warpgate, mm-hmm. and he's like, alright, go back out to, to Hosu. He wanted to go back out to Hosu. To, to track down more heroes. More heroes, and this is about the time Tenya is finding out that, four, he, that he tends to target like five heroes in every four or five in every different area in every different area. Moved. So and, and in Hosu, 
His, he oh, Ten, Tensei was the was only first. And so you got that, that cool one. Well, oh, and that's on that's another thing I forgot to mention when we were talking about the class of one A and their internships. Ida chose to mentor to intern with Manual. Manual, that's what it was. I kept writing it down normal. I was like, that doesn't feel right. Manual, okay. But regardless, Emmanuel's like I'm. You know, at first it's just like I'm not sure why you would choose chose chose like here, it. but hey, that's cool. And takes him out on patrol and uh, has him doing some intern stuff in the, in the office. But then later when they're on patrol, he straight up's like, I know why you're here. You're here because of the hero killer stain and because he targeted your brother. And basically tells him heroes should not be using their quirks for per for selfish reasons. And it's clear that it did hit Tenya. <laughs> yeah. He's just sort of like, ooh, that's a good point. I am being selfish here and he's always about being righteous always about mm -hmm. being true to yourself true hero Tr being true to your morals and all and all that stuff and, and he's saying fuck him <laughs> well no it's clear he was kind of taking it to heart At but then first. but then he sees stain and he's just like this is what you know what no <laughs> this episode uh so stain's going off to do his thing mm -hmm. and uh, shigaraki shigaraki and was up there and she's with like, uh kuragiri and it's just like Ugh, I don't like this guy. <laughs> he's like, kill me later. What the hell is this crap? And then he's, uh, he made another game reference. Yeah, uh, I forget what the game reference was, but he basically is just like, Kurigiri, bring in more no, bring in the Nomos. <laughs> and then you got three big old Numas. One big one that looks similar to uh, you know, the, the first USJ one. USJ Nomo. one. One that flies. And then one lanky ass one. That looks like it... From the what we saw in the bullet train when it attacked the bullet train, and or no, when it was attacking the hero and hit the bullet train, I should say, yeah. and then from the preview, it looks like its its limbs can stretch a bit. Possibly, possibly, it might just be quirk of the animation style and how lanky yeah. how lanky it is. But he's a lanky boy. But before these nohos got summoned, there was a brief scene earlier in the episode when All Might met with the police detective. Ah, yes. And the police detective is like, we've been studying the genetics of the Nomu uh, from the USJ attack. And you see what he used to look like. Like, it's like, this is who he was. Um, but he doesn't respond. He's basically mindless now. He doesn't respond to any questions or any stimul stimulus. It's like he's waiting for orders. It's like he's waiting for orders. Um, he appears to possess multiple quirks, but, you know, that's the... None that, of them were his. None of them, none of them were his. Uh... <clears throat> And that suggests that somebody somebody else basically put these quirks oh, into him. Yep. <laughs> I, I, they didn't mention him by name. I know of All for One. <laughs> because, again, I, as much as I've tried to avoid it, I am aware of All for One. And while they didn't drop, that, drop him by name, it's clear from All Might's reaction that uh, he, he knows exactly who's exactly behind it. <laughs> and he's just like, no, <laughs> it can't be. It can't be. Um, but as they show him three more, not specifically meant for, uh, for all might. Yeah. The one at the USJ was specifically engine engineered to basically counteract all might and all might was just sort of like, yeah, no, <laughs> I can still beat it. Yeah. I'm Even if how he beat it was literally punching him so high, he saw the curvature of the earth. Right. Um, and while this is all going on, uh, Deku and, Grant Reno were on the bullet train heading from wherever 
Grand Torino lives. I, I'm sure they said where, but I yeah. Did, and then I they, pa- they he said, "Oh, we're passing through Hosu." Let me well, no, they said they were passing through Hosu, but where yeah. he lives is somewhere else. But they were heading for Shibuya in Tokyo. Yeah, and Deku was like, "I don't know that my that my clothes that my costume's thick enough because he's cl- it's clearly a rough neighborhood we don't know enough about." Oh no, he said fancy enough. Oh, oh, fancy enough. Okay, my because God. it's it's a part in Japan's probably like real nice spiffy area. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know enough about the districts of Tokyo to, to basically say one way or another. They mentioned that they were taking a bullet train to Shinjuku, which I have heard of. Um, I've heard of Shibuya too, but I just don't know enough about the... And he's trying to contact Tenya, but Tenya's not getting back to him. Yeah, yeah, it's like Tenya's seeing his texts, but it's just not... not Damn, bitch left him on red. (laughs) That's that's clearly like ghosting. It's like I see you and I'm just not responding. Um, As opposed then, to just so like when, oh, I missed your call. That's where Manuel and uh, Tanya split up. Oh no, because they were going to go towards the yeah, well. To help they they were the both business. heading that direction, but and then he saw Stain just exactly like his brother did, mm-hmm. passing. And, yeah, passing by and and not bringing freaking help. It's like at this point. When you know that he is a that he, is, that he has killed heroes, multiple heroes, don't engage him alone. <laughs> and he caught him um, about to execute uh, a, native. A, a, a hero called Native, and Stain basically you know knocks his helmet off with like one swing. Yeah, and one swipe upward and knocks him on his ass. He's like, I'm not here to kill children or anything. Yeah, like, he's just like, yeah, basically, yeah. Calls he's him he's ch- basically saying, piss off. Yeah, it's just and, like, piss off. This is, you are punching above your weight class, kid. And he starts to get up and says something. He's like, watch what you say next. And he has the sword right to his face. And Tenya, I am not Tenya shows that they, are made of, that they are made of brass because he doesn't back down. <laughs> you know, say what you will about how foolish it is to try to engage a hero killer on your own when you are not even yet a pro. It just reminds me of the song, the ACDC song, Big Balls. <laughs> I got big balls! <laughs> got big balls! <laughs> got big balls! <laughs> <laughs> but I'm def- I am definitely enjoying this. I, it was a wrench to have to end it after those five oh episodes with that. But it was necessary because um, we don't want to binge this stuff too much because we want to take our time a, a bit but also i just don't want us to just completely plow through we gotta take yeah, some time plow through it. <laughs> like calm down calm down by the time we get through with season three five will be finished <laughs> yeah yeah and then we can just basically uh and i'll be sitting there on my hands through most of the episodes going what the next episode what the next episode i i get i get it dude i get it um i was that yeah. way i was that way with uh with the more recent seasons of like Ruby and and with Genlock. Um, speaking of Zeke and Chris and I are planning to to watch Genlock. Maybe for binge cast. Don't know for certain. Uh, but would you be interested in joining us for that? How long is it? It's only six episodes for season one. Yeah, sure. All right. I'll sit through the first season. <laughs> yeah, they're still working on season two, on season two. Uh, it'll be on HBO Max when it but when it is. For but. questions, uh, yeah. Um, any sort of cu- questions that you have for us about about you? Oh, oh, for oh, me. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, the, I don't, don't, I don't really have uh, much, much really to to 
it's to stuff feel on. to feel on. It's like I know that we're gonna get more insight into Stain and get confirmation on what his what his quirk is. Uh, like I said, I pieced some stuff together from half remembered glimpse that I saw online somewhere. I think it was on TV tropes and from seeing just these brief little interactions with Kurigiri being basically unable to move after one cut to his arm. Um, which is like when I first saw, it, I thought it was just his blade, something in the air, something he can do to manipulate something about open wounds. Mm. But quirks and my hero, I think, again, are extensions of yeah. oneself and they're not necessarily tied to objects like the like semblances in Ruby. Because uh, semblances in Ruby, sometimes they ha the person has to have some object in order to channel it. Like Adam Taurus um, in Ruby is it's basically explained that his sword is the key to is the key to his semblance because because he it allows him to basically absorb incoming attacks and then use it as you know and, and then, then eat it back at his and then basically eat it back at someone <laughs> it's explicitly compared to yang's semblance where she can basically tank uh tank hits and then just return it with greater force uh, um I'm, I'm more more like uh how do you how do you feel about the what you're learning more about the heroes as they're going on i do like uh, exploring a little bit into their motivations, their backstories and stuff. We didn't get too much of that over. Is it? Is it? These does five still feel as well play, paced as the first. Yes, season? I do like. I do like the pacing of it because I don't necessarily need to have backstory motivation explorations every and single episode. And it's not episode. a dump either. It's not like yeah. oh, here's a here's a expedi uh, ex uh, ex exposition dump. Thank you. It's not <laughs> I was like backstory <laughs> dump. My brain just shut off mid sentence. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Especially when you get an exposition dump, it can basically... It just, your brain can switch off because you're just like, this and is And it's too just much. like you're sitting there through the episode and you're just like, is this all the episode's going to be? But it's like you're learning more the, little bits each time. Yeah, the, the, and then the, the action just punches you in the side of the head and you're like, oh shit! Like the episode with, with them going the, the first like day or two of their internships, getting little glimpses at the, at the major characters from 1A was a good way to approach that. It's like, we are focusing primarily on Deku because he's the protagonist. Yeah. Um, and we're focusing also on Tenya because he, you know, we're exploring, ex we are seeing his character arc develop uh, as he is confronted with how righteous can I be when I want, when I want, and it's throwing when I want vengeance rather than justice. <laughs> it's throwing a good conflict to someone who is just so about the rules all mm -hmm. the time, and then it hits home. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, you're putting your own values and your own morals in question. For your, for own, your, sat for your own personal satisfaction. Not only that, but it's his brother. It's, mm. it, he idolized his brother. It's it, his we are name. We are seeing him moving away, sliding, he is sliding way to more towards Bobby vengeance. Bill. No, I'm saying justice <laughs> versus vengeance. You know, he, oh. is, he is clearly motivated more for vent by vengeance right now than justice because if he were just going after because of the other heroes that have been targeted that would be one thing because that's you're seeking justice but because he is specifically calling you know when he calls up and assumes his brother's hero name oh it's on it's just like you just flip the switch from justice to vengeance oh yeah <laughs> So he took the the words, but then once he laid eyes on uh, Stain, he's like, "Nope, 
Mm-mm. Switch back. If he'd had more time prior to that moment. He probably would have held on to it. Yeah, if he hadn't spotted Stain and went to go uh, help Manuel uh, deal with the explosions, then I think he would have had more time to internalize. Yeah, you're coming with To internalize. Oh, yeah, cool. And then... Never mind. It's just like, you. (laughs) Blood Red Scarf, I'm kicking your ass. Blood Red Scarf, whole bunch of blades. You're the hero killer, Stain. (laughs) Yep. Um, so it looks like the next five episodes are going to be dealing with both Stain and Nomu Attack and Hosu. Yep, sure are. And and I think the last five episodes are kind of like a wind down and start of the next season. The, a- the aftermath of, well, it's similar to season one. We had like an aftermath episode. They did that in season you. four too. And and, and, and also and also laid this laid the groundwork for season two, which would introduce. Um, well, it took a little while for them to start spooling the League of Villains back up, but we're starting to see that. We're, we got another, uh, the secret leader of the League, uh, on the, on the phone, basically, on speakerphone. I'm assuming, given the, given the proximity of hearing him on the, on the speakerphone with Stain while he had... The other two, like, while well, he had uh, Shigaraki pinned down and Kurugiri uh, paralyzed. And then the next episode, they mention the guy with a quirk that allows him to give quirks to other people. I'm assuming that this might be the one, all for one. Possibly. You're not going to say because you don't want to spoil. Nope. <laughs> and that, I'm fine with that. Because there's some stuff you ain't learned until another two seasons. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to that. I, I am all in on... Continuing to watch my hero. Uh, pacing. The pacing is the pacing is what helps. Fire Force, Fire Force. The pacing on Fire Force just blows my mind. Was it Whiplash? It was almost Whiplash. It's like oh, you're not really even giving us enough time to to to, to, to absorb all this all this stuff. Because uh, while we only binged four episodes for Bingecast, I have been watching more episodes with Zeke. Uh, oh. uh, we're I think. Uh, Episode 13, I want to say. I don't remember specifically, oh. but um, I'm looking forward to that. And just the way they're building out more stuff there, it's just sort of like, eh? <laughs> But at any rate, uh, anything else you, you want to add? Your idea of a quirk that you would want changed, the, you know, your favorites of all you've seen? I don't so know far. that I would necessarily change anything. Shoto's gotta have some drawback to his quirk. You know, it's so powerful. There has to be a, a, yeah. a flaw. It's called to it. mental block. No, I mean, and part, dad. I mean, his, <laughs> dad is his biggest. His his his, his 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 daddy issues and his and mommy issues and his 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 mommy and daddy issues are are something that needs to be overcome. But I'm talking like he's also the baby of the bunch. Yeah, we did see one of we did briefly see one of his older siblings. Uh, earlier before too yeah we saw we saw some of them we saw some of them that's not for you we gotta train Mm. uh yeah yeah, it makes me feel bad for shoto because he never really got he never really got to be he never really got to be a kid it's like as soon as his quirk manifested and and never realized i have what i want immediately sort of like you don't get to be a child anymore that's funny he's like you have the proper hair for half and half do you has it who has it yes let's go uh, but yeah, so um, 
that about wraps up this edition of the binge cast uh if you go ahead leave any questions you you have for us any comments down below uh you can hit us up uh, uh via email binge.cast at uh it'll be in the at, yeah it'll be it'll be in the description <laughs> I, my brain just shut off right there uh, you can also find me on twitter at j2k winger there may be additional social media presences to come uh, you know, again, those will be in the description uh, when this goes up. But for Sam, I'm Jay, and we'll yep. see you next time. Bye.